Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Oh my god. Again. Jesus. Got the uh, rainbow chard. Okay. And uh, I skimped on the, uh, I didn't get the organic. I don't know. I, and just really. Right. I mean, this is like, the, I can't imagine why anybody would ever listen to this. It, makes, it makes so much difference. I mean, I think I've said it before, if you're going for, like, leafy greens, the taste is, I mean, this is like eating, you know, a leaf. Right. If you get, you get organic, you get, the, you get the peppery, charred, rainbow charred taste. Um, are you, do you have anything you want to say to me today, Frank? Not, um. Think about it. Think about it. I'm sorry? Is there something you want to say to me today? I'm sorry? No. What? It's International Women's Day. Mm. Now you're having a beverage? Um, well, congratulations. Or, um, cheers. Oh my God. For me, every Listen, day is International like a, Women's Day. There's like an you're, you're like an audio nightmare right now. You've got that jacket that makes swishy noises when you move around. You're chewing. You're drinking. I love the ladies. So for me, every day is International Lady Day. It's not Lady Day. Ladies' night. <laughs> it's like Ladies' night. It's it, it's uh, it's Ladies' day. Maybe and tonight can be Ladies' night, and I just sit on the couch and you. Bring me drinks. Yep, and the feeling's right. That would be that would be nice. Did you hear um, about this guy in um, this teenager? You have to be um, a little more specific. Well, whenever he blew his nose, oh, um, the room filled with a foul odor. What was his brain rotting? What was it? Oh my god! The teen first visited doctors for his symptoms when he was fifteen years old. He said he had experienced congestion. For several years, along with a reduced sense of smell, he had a sinus infection. Bad. Doctors bad examined the inside of his. Th- they, doctors examined the inside of the teen's nose with an endoscope or a flexible tube with a camera at the end, and saw that he had so-called turbinate hyper- hypertrophy, hypertrophy, which was an enlargement of the narrow passageways called turbinites in the nose. The condition can sometimes be caused by severe allergies, and they they gave him like an anal uh, and not an anal. Spray a nasal spray. Yeah, I don't think that the anal spray would work in that case. Do you still have your anal spray? <laughs> I mean, do you still spray when you when you you still have that problem, right? With the anal I mean, spray, it's it's pretty amazing that it would fill the whole room. Let me finish. They gave him nasal spray and antihistamine medication. And told him to come back in four to six weeks. Excuse oh, me, but God, the, but Frank. the teen did not return until one year later when he was sixteen and he was still experiencing nasal symptoms. But now, when he blew his nose, a pungent foul odor filled the room. Oh my god, it's so disgusting. So he blows his like. nose and the whole room is cleared. Yeah, I wonder what it smelled like though. They say <sighs> pungent and foul, do they compare it to anything? No. Okay. But I think you can you can you can jump to your own conclusions of what that is. Pungent, foul. Ah uh, yeah, I'm I'm thinking because it's inside his nose, I'm thinking it smells rotten. The patient reported that he did not feel he had bad breath, but he was embarrassed that every time he blew his nose there was a foul odor. That's a nightmare. Listen, dude, if your your mouth and your nose are totally connected, if you've got stinky 
air coming out your nose, your breath's going to stink also. Doctors then performed a CT scan. Is that a Connecticut scan, Heather? No. And saw there was a nine millimeter spherical structure in his nasal cavity. Okay. Which looked like a foreign body. The teen underwent surgery to remove the object, which turned out to be a... Oh my God, what? Metallic BB pellet. He had BBs up his nose? A talk with the teen's family revealed that he had been shot in the nose with a pellet gun when he was about eight or nine. You'd think they would have mentioned that before. At the time, the boy hadn't experienced symptoms, and so his parents had not, not sought medical care. What kind of parents are these? Oh my God. I mean... Our, our our kid bumped his head and we brought him to the emergency room. This kid gets shot with a BB gun in his nose and the his parents face. are like, uh, he's fine. Don't Who worry shot about him? It. Oh, God. Well, I'm glad he's okay now. That must be a huge relief. Foreign objects lodged in the nose can sometimes cause a foul odor because the foreign body causes blockage of natural dan- drainage pathways in the nose. So there is a buildup of <laughs> so mucus. Disgusting. Inhaled debris and bacteria. This is a terrible podcast, and nobody's going to want to listen to this. Imagine all the all the stuff that you're breathing up your nose, and if you don't get it out, it just stays up there. Now I want to do like one of those. uh, What's it called? Where you put the water up one nostril and it comes down the other one. Neti pot. The pellet in the boy's case. uh, The pellet in the boy's case was even harder to spot because over time it become covered with new tissue. Oh, oh! So did they have to cut it out? They'd have surgery. Oh, my For doctors God. to even see the pellet, the surrounding tissue had to be surgically removed. It had become oh. lodged in the floor of the nose beneath the structure called the inferior turbinate. It's essentially Ugh. so tightly wedged, the blowing the nose didn't remove it and was too far back to be easily seen. This, um, this story has been turned into a uh, Broadway musical. <laughs> you swallowed an earring once. I did? Yeah. I don't know how you swallowed an earring, but you did. And you were very worried about it. It was like a tiny earring. uh, Why did you swallow it? I don't know if they say you swallow like 15 or 20 earrings over the course of your life. Um, Well, Heather, that's that's the story for an object. Don't get any uh, lesson. Lesson. The lesson here is don't get shot in the nose. And if you do, uh, make sure you don't have anything stuck in your nose. And don't stick anything up your nose except your elbow. So the big news around our house, and this is not a trivial fact, you got your first dose of the, of the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, that was that was pretty awesome. Well, that's the event, one of the advantages of being a frontline worker. Listen, I'm going to tell the people this because the people who listen to this podcast would venture to guess that you are not one for camaraderie. You don't like to engage in, you know, just chit chat with strangers. What are you getting at? After you got your shot, there was like a little area where you had to wait for 15 minutes to make sure that you don't like keel over or something. And there was a camaraderie among the people who had just gotten their shot. And you were joining in that camaraderie. Talking to these people like you guys are going to have a reunion. Not really. Yeah. Not really. Um, You know, I I know how to be nice to people. You know, I was I I wasn't you know, we didn't exchange numbers. But maybe they're all going to be there on the same day when you get your second dose. I'm assuming they're all they're all like me, heroes, frontline front workers. You can see each other again, and then you can you can get their number then, and we can have a, a reunion every year. The thing about at the CVS. 
the thing uh, about the situation now is I'm I feel like you know how Trump was like after he got his after he had the, the after he had um, well I guess it's not the same thing because after he had COVID he was like you know and he beat COVID he was like Mr. Mr. Superhero remember he was like yeah he was he was really sick oh my god but I, now that I've got the vaccine I feel like I'm sort of in a in a separate category than you I'm a better person I want to be with people of my own ilk like those people in the waiting room and, the, and right. those people you know like like I have those are your people I got something you don't you do you do have something I, I don't and I'm I'm you know I and in a couple of weeks I'll be I'll be able to get with my people maskless yeah that's what they said that once you've had the second vaccine but hold on is it right after the second vaccine or do you have to wait a couple of weeks you're allowed to go inside Without a mask on. Yeah. That's nuts. It's going to be damn good. Oh, I can't wait. It's coming up, uh, you know, almost almost to the year that we locked this shit down and thought, well, we're all going to die. And now, look at me. I'm one step away from being a superhero. I can go back to hitting the clubs. I'm going to go back to hitting clubs, limelight, area. Um, you know, I'm going to be out dancing on the weekends and you'll be stuck here you know they say that after the second shot some people get really really sick not me some people don't get sick at all i read two articles today one that said that if you have uh lots of genetic markers from neanderthal ancestry which we did the 23andme test and i have something like 90 percent more neanderthal in me than most people which is not to say that i'm 90 percent neanderthal but so I, I, I read this article that's like, hey, if you've got these genetic markers from Neanderthals, you're not going to get sick if you get COVID. And I thought, that's so awesome. And then I looked it up again, and I find an article that says, if you have these Neanderthal genetic markers, you're going to get super, super sick with COVID. You're going to need to be in the hospital. Yeah, that's, there you go. Don't believe any bullshit you read I on mean, the internet, Heather. I still don't know anything. Don't know anything. Um, I, do, I know one thing. New York is insane right now. I I even read about all these people, like people getting mugged and shot in broad daylight in New York City. Like like it's it's getting to be like the old days. Have you been reading about any of this? No, stuff? I haven't. It was a man got shot dead outside a deli after an argument. All kinds of attacks on people. Well, listen, New York City is still the greatest city in the world. Um, this guy. Although I don't know about that. This I guy like, got mugged like in London. the middle of the day. I don't know. I'd be afraid right now. I'd be afraid. I'm. I'm. I, I mean, I'm. I like I, Edinburgh. That's a nice city. I'm Paris. happy. I'm happy to be living in the in the middle of nowhere, Heather. Listen, people get shot around here all the time, and you know, there's crazies everywhere. This country's. This country it has way too many guns. In other countries, it's like if somebody gets shot, they're like, "What? How would you get shot?" I mean, people get shot in the Walmart parking lot all the time over nothing. Yeah, but I'm talking about New York. I'm talking yeah. about New York City. Like, like since since the since the shutdown and everybody left New York, I think that I mean, I don't live there anymore. But it seems to me you're hearing about a lot more crime. And I know the last time I was there was was like not the same place by any stretch of the imagination. So I hope it bounces back. But I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, I guess maybe I'm in denial. I don't want to think about that. It's like. It's like it sounds to me like um, it's a little bit sparse and empty, and a lot there's like you know the rents are the difference between now and in the old days in New York is rents are rents are low, 
right? Have you been reading about this? Yes. Because the property values are going down. Yeah. And um, a lot of small businesses, a lot of, a lot of shuttered, empty storefronts. Office buildings are empty. Yeah. Because people and, realize that they can, they can live anywhere. They don't have to live in the, the most expensive city. And I, and I wonder how it's going to play itself out. But the, the, the crazy part is, I mean, New York's always been, there's always been a little bit of danger. But, you know, you and I lived in, in New York for a long time. And, and you know, there wasn't, there wasn't that much crime, like broad daylight type crime in Manhattan. There, I mean, happening. there was some, but not, no. I mean, there was somebody who, like, dismembered his girlfriend in the building directly in back of us. Right, but that's, that's like, I a mean, crazy... he was, like, I'm within a hundred... But I'm talking about, like, yards. crime on the street. I'm talking about, like, right. crime that happens on a, on a daily basis. Right. Seems like it's... I don't know what the statistics are, but it seems like it's on the, on the upswitch. Like, back in the... Uh, back when I arrived uh, in the Big Apple in the mid-'80s. Right. Were you ever attacked, mugged? Attacked? Yeah. Were you ever mugged or Yes, of anything? course. What happened? Well, you're acting like you don't know, but I've told you the story about when I got mugged in broad daylight in 19, I think probably 80, this had to be 86, 87. I don't think I remember this. I was in the, um, I was on uh, 14th Street near, um, near Union Square, which was not the nice, you know, um, farmer's market neighborhood it is now in, the, in, the, in those days, the mid-'80s. Um, and at night, it was really dangerous around there. I lived over, over in, that, in that area. And I was getting my, I was looking for a quarter to check my, my answering machine. Mm-hmm. And I was going through my pockets, and I was standing in a, in a phone, in a phone uh, you know, the, not a phone booth, but the phone. Yeah. What do they call that? Because it was called a phone booth, even if it wasn't a booth. Anyway, next thing I know, I'm getting shoved in. What? One guy is pushing <gasps> pushing my my neck and head into the phone phone vestibule, and the other guy is rifling through my pockets, telling me not to move. No way. Did they have a gun or a knife or anything? You don't know. I think that I, I felt something poking at my back. I assumed it was a knife, and the guy the guy told me not you know to, to shut the fuck up, don't move. Worse to that effect. And I just gotten done with work and I had all my, t- I was oh, no. waiting tables at the time. I had all my cash. I had all my tips and cash. But they took everything. They took my keys, my, my, all my cash. Oh, that's scary. My chapstick. Yeah. But they took your chapstick. They took everything from my pockets. Wow. They took everything. All my, my, my subway tokens. I had a bag of subway tokens. They took it all and they left my, you know, there I was. And I, and I didn't move out of that phone booth for like, 15 minutes my 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 pocket insides hanging out right i peed myself oh no like a little pee stain on the did you really oh god i might have i might not have once i had my my bag like it was in the 90s remember when everyone had those little backpacks i had a little backpack hanging on the back of my chair at a bar and someone walked by and just picked it up and walked out and i didn't notice for like an hour and then i found like some of my belongings like i had a book in there that was in the garbage on the corner but they kept my wallet Man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. On that everybody. note, keep yourself safe. Don't stop at the phone booth. One time, somebody, uh, I had like a calling card, and somebody stood behind me and like memorized my calling card number, and I had like like forty eight hours of straight phone calls to somewhere in South America. 
that were charged to my my calling card. So stay out of phone booths, people. Deep, 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 deep.